Welcome from God's Acre to our Monday morning message, a podcast of the Congregational Church of New Canaan, offered by the Reverend Dr. Stephen Chapin Garner. So we've just spent uh, the last number of months on the Psalms, Jesus's prayer book, and and now I I want to look at a different aspect of Jesus's life. Uh, you you probably sense this, but so much of Jesus's teaching, so much of his ministry, so many of his interactions were around food uh, or the 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 table, the dining table, and so uh, we're going to begin to look at a uh, uh, what I'm calling uh, table matters, uh, a whole lineup of scriptures where Jesus references or focuses intently on food or table gatherings or when he talks about banquets or how God's kingdom is somehow like people gathered at a table. So that that's going to be what we're going to do for the remainder of the year. And we look first uh, in the Gospel of Matthew, and we'll kind of track through Matthew and then Mark, Luke, and John. And, and we begin with one of Jesus's first references in the Gospel of Matthew. In his Sermon on the Mount, in the Beatitudes, he says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Now, you know this. Jesus was a faithful Jew. Jewish, he was Jewish in identity and in faith. Uh, he was steeped in Hebrew scripture and tradition. Uh, when Jesus began his own teaching ministry, what he did was he often rearticulated or, or reimagined Old Testament instruction. Uh, You've heard me say this many times before, very uh, little of Jesus's teaching was original or new. Jesus, no, Jesus just had this remarkable way of bringing new light and new life into time-honored texts and teaching. And as Jesus began his Sermon on the Mount with his famous Beatitudes, he, he, he looked to one of his favorite books for inspiration. It's the book we just spent a number of months in, the Psalms. Jesus' teaching on hungering and thirsting for the things of God is pulled right out of the Hebrew prayer book. Psalm 107, it says, for he, that means the Lord, that means God, for he satisfies the thirsty and the hungry he fills with good things. the, The crowds who gathered around Jesus likely knew a heck of a lot more about hunger and thirst than we do. You know, much of Jesus's first century audience would have lived life uh, uh, on a subsistence level, barely, barely having enough daily resources to survive. They would have uh, known what it was like to have their mouths and their throats so parched that they could hardly swallow. They would have known the headaches, the belly aches, the, the painfully empty stomachs that make it nearly impossible to concentrate during the day and, and terribly difficult to fall asleep at night. That's, that's possibly why Jesus's miracles of the feeding of the crowds, the 4,000 and 5,000, would have been met with such awe and joy, literally feeding the people, uh, meeting their physical hunger needs. However, the point of this particular beatitude was to relate people's understanding of a physical hunger and thirst to a deep and all-consuming longing for righteousness. Jesus uh, let the people before him know uh, that people who hungered for righteousness, those who, who, uh, those who were hungering for the trustworthy and right justice of God, he was saying that their desires, those, those internal spiritual hungers would be fulfilled. Jesus preached that desiring the things of God really does lead to our own relational wellness and personal fulfillment. So what, what I want you to do today is just try to remember, if you can, Remember the last time you were really hungry or thirsty. What would it look like if you similarly 
hungered and thirsted for good and right living, your own and others. Let's pray. Uh, Lord God, you know the truth. We're, we're typically well-fed. We're rarely in desperate need or want for drink. However, uh, we know that, that hunger and thirst can be all-consuming. It can be acutely felt in body and constantly top of mind. And so, Lord, we wonder, what would it be like if we so craved your ways? What if our body ached for your guidance and direction? What if, what if we thirsted for your word and to know your will? Perhaps, Lord God, that would lead to a sense of fulfillment, being filled, that often eludes us. Lord God, we ask that you would cultivate in us a spiritual hunger and thirst so compelling that we pursue you and your righteousness with all our heart, soul, and strength. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. To learn more about the Congregational Church of New Canaan and to connect with the messages and the ministries of our church, visit us at www.godsacre.org. God bless you, and have a wonderful week.